Hey guys, welcome to the to the drive-in. My name is Lamont, and I am Alex. And we watch bad movies, so you don't have to. You so, do not have to watch a bad movie because we get an eye full of it. And you know what? <laughs> I think we're probably living up to our slogan today. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Hey, so what, what what movie we checking out today, Alex? Today we are checking out the sequel to the iconic film. Coming to America. This one is coming to America number two. Hey, what are you doing back here? Mufasa. <laughs> Say it again. Feel right in his I've just discovered that I may have a son here in this land. How much child support is she getting from? The king pays no child support. No child support for 30 years and you came back? You was a dummy. <laughs> Hello, I am Hakim Jaffa, king of Zamunda. You are the heir to the throne. Yeah, my son. He's supposed to be like the prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not to everybody. Zamunda is a very real nation. I don't need no handout. Wait a minute. All right, I'm gonna pack. Okay, baby. <laughs> With your favorite cast of people, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, and a good percentage of the original cast that's still alive. So tell me your first thoughts, man. What did you think coming off the bat with this one? I walked Whoa. in the look. I walked into the club with no expectations. I wasn't trying to pull the cutest chick in there. I just wanted to come and have a good time and enjoy. That is my analogy to how I walked in trying to watch this film. And I was not disappointed. I was not disappointed in this in the fact that um I wasn't trying to hold it up to the first one, I just wanted to see what uh, work did they put into this one to make it happen. And all in all, I laughed multiple times. Um, and that's about it. You know, it's like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> okay, that's funny too. <laughs> and then kept it going. <laughs> so all in all, the movie visually was stunning the colors were great the um costumes the makeup was good i i give it i give it a a good go for it but it's it's a sequel and you know most movie buffs we do not like sequels i don't know to me i would say for me it, it wasn't great but it wasn't terrible right like, again like again it's coming off it's it can't live up to the original the original was magic Right. I mean, come on, 1988, though you put those guys together, those comic scenes, like they were just magic. Some of the most iconic comic scenes you're going to see in a movie. And to come back 30 years later and try to recapture that magic, I don't, I just don't think there's a way you can do it. Like it was done well. Uh, like it was, story was, story was okay. It's cool, but it's really, it's kind of like going to see a family member. Like it's just cool to see. Eddie and Arsenio on screen playing, you know? Right. Just to see Wesley up there, see James Earl Jones. It's like family. When you see Mr. McDowell come back there and there's Lisa, and like you're like this all your old friends from from uh from Queens. Like, right. like yeah, <laughs> right. and then they and then they brought some new people with them. You got Tracy Morgan. I mean, it's like it I don't know. I I wanted it to be better, but I felt like it just wasn't going to be because it had too much to live up to. Exactly. And I think that is the uh, the census for everybody that watched it because most of the fans that watched it uh, was like, oh, it wasn't that good. It was like, I'm like, dude, come on, man. It's 30 
years. This is like that. That's just like watching the the Tyson and uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight. It's like what you expect. What did you really? I'm I'm like Tyrese. What do you want from me? It's like what did you want from this movie? It wasn't well, going down. Well, I wanted like I feel like I feel like it had a great blueprint. And I feel like oh, if, yeah. they, if they would have just pushed the story forward, like if they would have just tried to push it along, but it felt like they kept, they fell back and tried to bring you the same old movie with like some new twist in it and it just didn't work out. You know, I feel like if you got, you got a, at this point, Akeem should be king. We didn't like James Earl Jones. I love him, but he, they just wanted to shoehorn him in there. I mean, right. I just felt like, I don't know. I felt like it missed the mark on a lot of things that could have been. Well, you know, I give them, I give them props for the aspect that even though Akeem is a grown a man, he's still fighting to get out of the shadow of his father. But in a way, he conformed. It's like he was more fearless when he was young, and now that he's older, he's trying to play it safe on every aspect from. The with Colonel Aziz to uh, to how to please his father by going to pick up his his bastard son as oh, they yeah. called him. Yeah, you but know. hey, let, let's get to 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 the plot. Okay, let's tell okay. People, okay, what what was like? Let's start out with the story because basically, in, in the original, we all know he came to America to find his bride. He was twenty one years old, came to America to sow his royals and to find his bride. Right. In this one, this is thirty years later. And he has his his father passes away, and then he he only has daughters, so right. he's like he and in Zamunda like only a male heir can take over the crown, right? Exactly. So so this witch doctor Arsenio Hall <laughs> dress dress up in, in drag again comes yeah. in and says, "Hey, I had this vision that you have a bastard son in Queens." Yeah. Which, you know, I also got to give a shout out to James Earl Jones for having one of the coldest alive die funerals ever, yes, ever, yes. ever on earth. I was like, I want to do that. I, I mean, think I, I do. don't. I, I respect it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to sit in the casket yeah. and watch everybody dance in front of me. That's, nah, uh-huh. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, I, I, yeah, the one night hookup thing. Yeah, nah. they, they went back yeah. and then they tried to like they did the de-aging stuff. So you can if you pay attention in some in a flashback scene, you can see where yeah, where it yeah, doesn't it was really some, work. You know? Yeah, somebody at Pixar really didn't put the work in on it. It was it was like, oh my god, come on, guys. Yeah, because the, the like the Arsenio stuff looks almost spot on, but when Murphy was on the couch. Like you could tell that that was modern day Eddie Murphy, and it just didn't. Yeah, it didn't it, work. The, the, the effects just just didn't work. Didn't work on that. But then, so he goes, he goes back back to Queens to look for this bastard son. Now, I don't. This is supposed to be thirty years later. Those barbers were old, AF. Right back in the day, already did. And now, you're talking now, thirty years later, these cats still alive, still cutting hair, still cutting hair. Like they didn't have no retirement plan. They didn't. <laughs> Sitting I mean, there, same guys. I can yeah, still same. get Arsenio's character. He, I can still see him alive, but you know, it's uh, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot to process because you're trying to logically process this, and this the logic is thrown out the window. Forget it. It, does, Forget it doesn't work. All right, yeah, logic is gone. So we just got to suspend disbelief. Okay, he goes back, 
And then he then like Queens is a big borough, right? Right. And he just run up on his son. Like just run up on somebody that knows somebody that looks like the drawing that they have. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, that was real. That was real convenient. They're like, oh yeah. yeah. Let's that just was... go to the let's just go to a, a basketball game. The same, probably the same basketball. Wait a minute. It was the same yes, basketball yes. team that played the in the game team, before. The, wow. Same team in the original, St. John's, like somebody they owe St. John something. But anyway. They go yeah. there. He he finds him in front of the thing scalping tickets, and he's like, "I'm your father." Right. Then all of a sudden, dude decides, "Okay, I'm gonna take you home to mom." Yeah, and 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 especially if if you're gonna think so deep into the uh, future with talking about gentrification, let's talk about uh, DNA samples and uh and paternity testing. This yeah, as well. that's what like yes. don't take nobody. I mean, you still don't know if that's your kid, bro. Come on now. You don't know, and then she even <laughs> she even admitted in the scene. She says, "I slept around." You're right. She's like I slept I had, around. Yeah, like, I had a I had a whore a horror moment in my life, and I got my life together. It's like, oh yeah, my god, come bro. on, like let let's let's go see Maury. Let, let's go see. <laughs> yeah, who let's. Is the father. Now you know that would be hilarious. They should have done that, like because because it just he's inheriting like a kingdom. We need to know if this is really his son, right? But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie, like, like I said, that, it was yeah. for the culture. I I can't get angry about it. Oh it was, wait, it Jermaine Fowler. What what do you think about the casting of him as Lavelle? Uh, he was all right. I thought he was. I I he was a miss for me, man. He was all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, but you know, I think that adds to the element. It's like, okay, he's short. He's not that, um, you know, stunning twenty-one-year-old Eddie that came to um, Queens years ago. So the gene pool is probably weak. They probably use that as, oh yeah, he slept with an American chicken and made that that uh, that son that that's the worst of the gene pool. So I get it. I get it with him, but still it's like, bro, come I don't on. know. I, I just thought he wasn't, I thought he was, wasn't a strong actor. I didn't think he was, and maybe he just didn't have a lot to work with, but I just didn't, I just didn't think he did a good job. I think if you put Gerard Carmichael in that, in that role, mm -hmm. you, you put, I don't know, uh Killmonger in that, like, yeah. You put, so you put somebody who can carry it in that role, then that makes, makes it a lot better. Now, at that point, Eddie's going to have to take a back seat, and at that point, it's somebody else's movie, and maybe that's why he didn't want to do it, but I just feel like that was a miss as the... I just think he was bad. He was bad <laughs> in that role. But, you know, I mean, you can't do... You can't sprinkle Michael B. Jordan on everything and make it make it pop. You no, know, I, okay. Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester Stallone then took the took the reins on uh, Michael B. Jordan. So true. You, yeah, <laughs> you well, cannot. Well, well, maybe I was thinking, uh, what's the guy, the young actor, just somebody who had who had was a better actor. This guy just wasn't. I just didn't think he because he had to carry a lot of it. Yeah, and I just didn't think he did. He and did he had well. like a lot of roles that he could have just stole the movie. He could have took the reins. It was like, eh, yeah, you you you're the second string quarterback, brother. No, not even second string. You're third string quarterback. Third string. Yeah. And I don't know. I just felt like he my but my favorite scene with him, which is was a sneaky, sneaky good scene, is when he goes on the job interview. Yeah. 
and he's and the, the Randolph Duke reference from uh Trading Places. Right. The dude is like the great the grandson of the Duke brothers. Yeah. I I, I like that. It's kind of a throwback to how they did in the original when they had the original Duke brothers and they got when Eddie threw the money out and they're like, We're back. So right. yeah, I so that was, was kind of cool. Yeah, that and that I mean that that puts closure on that element of the story, you know, with trading places that yeah. actually puts closure. Or does it? Because it, it puts it in the air. Why don't we have another trading places? Which yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't dig that neither because I don't like sequels. I'm right there. I don't like yeah, sequels. Yeah, I think it's I think it's hard. I think it's hard to do uh sequels for an iconic comedy. Like we I, have we ever had a good sequel to a comedy? Ever? <laughs> like I now, 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 now there's great sequels to like different movies, and we're gonna go, get to our Mount Rushmore later, but have we ever had a good comedy sequel? No, no. Most comedies, they um. Because I feel like they're just so organic. They, if they're really good, then, then it's it. hard to recreate that. Yeah. Like you got, you got Bridesmaids or Hangover. Like yeah, yeah you could have stopped Hangover one, and you'd have been great. Yeah, you would have been uber good. But it, it is what it is, bro. Uh, quick question. Let's go into the fact of. Who would you say would be your MVP of the movie totality? Like for me, for me, my MVP out. Uh, I would probably say Eddie Murphy. Next Dorian warriors will assassinate me. I have a child on the other side of the world. Take heart in your grief. You are king now. Be as your father. Bark orders at me. Throw things at me. It will make you happy. Prepare the royal jet. We are going back to America. Just the, because he got it 30 years later, he got it, he's a producer on it. He brought it back and he got it made. And like I said, they were going to do a theatrical release, but COVID messed that up. So it had to go yeah. straight to Amazon. They got tons of money from Amazon to do it. He's either even hinting at doing the third one. If this yeah. one does well, and it's yeah. like I think, I, but I think it's going to do well because like old school guys like us, like the nostalgia of it, I'll go back and I watch it again. So I got, I got to say Murphy, and just to see like even though he's not, you know, he's not throwing a hundred right now. Maybe he's mm -hmm. throwing eight. Maybe he's throwing eighty, but his eighty is better than some people's a hundred. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it to Murphy. He's my MVP of the film. Yeah, I, I'll have to agree with you on this one, uh, Eddie. Eddie's like Michael Jordan at, at, at uh in Washington D.C. with the uh Wizards. Yeah, I mean he, he's the he's older like Jordan, Eddie. Yeah, like Jordan with yeah. the four or five. Like right, like, <laughs> like yeah. oh okay, all right, all right. So Eddie, I mean, he does it. Um, he holds he holds it together. Um, there is Eddie is Eddie. You can't take away from that. It's like what you gonna say bad about him. Yeah. Is no, so Eddie is the MV, my MV, Eddie is my MVP too. So I just yeah. put it at that. Yeah, I mean, I got, I can't, can't, you can't go wrong, with Mr. Murphy. He does like it's not great, but 
it's still not as bad as Norbit. So I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not, still not as bad as Pluto Nash. Or, not a, or Holy Ooh. Man. Or Holy Ooh. Man. Oh, my yeah. God. What's the so, other one that, that came out that nobody really talked about where they the had the Android? Like, not, no, Distinguished Gentleman was pretty good. Yeah, okay. I have to give it to him. But that, uh, what's that film where it's with Gabrielle Union is his... Uh, co-star where they piloting a large oh, man yeah, ship. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God, they could have just not did this that, at all. That was for a check. That's what that was. Yeah, about. that was just just to keep the lights on at the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or somebody about to go to college. So let's go ahead and make some money for him. Sure. So they, he got he got 10 kids. So right. I, I, yeah. I, I, so I, I was I, like, I, yeah, I, we got to get that tuition going. <laughs> <laughs> so Lamont, how about the uh Coming off the bench, uh, your six man. Who you got? My coming off the bench guy. And this is this is a real six man. This dude is the real six man, meaning that he don't show up to the end of the game. Oh wow! Oh, don't show up to any game. My guy is Randy Watkins. Okay, he's the win beneath my win. Nope. Stop playing. Who could be better than Diana Ross? Tell me. Okay, I want y'all to put your hands together for Randy Watson. <laughs> and his bench. Yes, you take a porner, not a porner sisters. Uh, I forgot the name of the, the, the group, but we are family. I got we are family. I got uh, sister sledge. That's the name of the group. You got a sister sledge classic, and you say, I got sexual chocolate and in me. me, and then just the reaction like, I love the reaction of the crowd because they're saying, yes. who's, who, who's coming? Is it going to be Kendrick Lamar? Right, <laughs> right. They go, because you're like, you have a budget to get anybody. Anybody is the Buddha. Anybody. anybody. You had a good act before. You had Davo, the guy that, that's killing the charts now. But you're like, no, it's none of these guys. And no, they, <laughs> you bring back Randy Watkins. Come on, man. That's my guy. That's my that's that's my that's my six man coming out the bench. Cause I'm telling you, he left like even whatever you thought of the movie, right. you had to love the end of the movie. Like you literally had to love the end of it. And truth, yeah. truth be told, he's the guy that originated the mic drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut Like everybody yeah. fashioned themselves like, oh, that is one of the most dis distinguishing leaving off after you rip the set, drop the mic, let's go. So yeah. Randy Watson is the guy who originated the uh, mic drop. Also, Lamont, I would love to see a cameo version or a sequel of Wedding Singer and have yeah. Randy Watson be yeah, in that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can see that 100%. <laughs> A hundred percent, but yeah, that that that's my six man coming off the bench. What about you? I had to say, uh, 
He's my guy. I, I love John Amos. The McDowell's menu is in no way influenced by the McDonald's menu. They've got Egg McMuffins. We've got Egg McStuffins. Yes. Because yeah. John Amos put it all back into per perspective in the movie. You know, he, even though Mr. McDowell always, I mean, he did his thing. He, he came up, but he had good wisdom to refer to um, Prince Akeem, King Akeem, on what his mom would have told him to do, you know? So it, it put him back in order. And I was like, God, James come in. I mean, I keep calling him James. Yeah, he's, he's always, he's always. He's going to always James. be James. He, he will be, he'll be James McDowell. That's he'll what he'll be, be James McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. James, like, but and then, remember last pod you were talking about how he was trying to franchise. Right. And he did. <laughs> he <laughs> did. <laughs> he did. He, he we did. Got them, they got the McMuffin. We got the McStuffin. Like, Man, <laughs> when he went through the whole thing about the McFlurry, the yeah. McFlurby. <laughs> Yeah, we, get it we on put it on the bottom <laughs> instead of on the top, bro. The remixes are hilarious, bro. Yes. So I mean, I have to give it to um, John Amos, man. That's my sixth man. He's consistent. He's consistent every time. He gives me a good shot at the end. Like in the first one, he talked about kicking the king's butt. You know, in, in the yeah. first one, and then he comes in and reminds. Hakeem about his mom. So, I mean, it's pivotal points like that that get me as far as movies are concerned. Well, he also, you know, so that's why you that's why you put a, a good actor in that role. Exactly. Like, if you, if you put just a comic guy, then that's all he's going to be able to bring you is comedy. Right. Like, like you know, uh, John Amos is a really, it's one of our greatest actors. And just to see him come in and who is your least valuable player? And, oh, wait, wait, go ahead. Would you ask something else? Oh, my God. Well, I had to say, you speaking about great actors, um uh, shout out to Morgan Freeman, yeah. bro. Like Morgan Freeman came in and he had a funny. Huh. Like being that he's been old <laughs> for like centuries. Yes. Dude came in and had the funny, funny uh narration. Like, if you wanted anybody to narrate or like, you know, in every funeral, they have that moment where they have the moment of silence where you read the obituary. Mm -hmm. If you had anybody to read your obituary, you would want it to be either James Earl or Jones Morgan or Morgan yeah. Freeman. One of the two. And we, and we got both of so. them in one film. So that's, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. on top yeah. of that, so, wow, involved, man. Word. <laughs> and Salt and Pepper, it, like, those, I yeah. think I heard bars. Yeah. I mean, I really do. Like, the, the rap itself was not that bad. Yeah, like okay, all right, they were really pushing on our nostalgia, and the kids got to be like, "Who are those yeah, ladies?" Don't, hey, don't talk about yeah, those ladies, Don. Like that was my crush back in the day, Don. Don from Invo. It's always Don from Invo. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I know I've heard these other reviewers and they're talking about. I, I think if you, I just think you got to be of a certain age to when you saw this to get the nostalgia of it. Like if you're looking at right. if you're looking at it with fresh eyes and you're saying okay, it's missing these marks and you just you don't get the jokes then you just maybe it's just not for you and that's okay like every movie ain't for everybody yeah exactly so who's your least valuable well, player go ahead. man who you got who's the... all right the new category least valuable yeah because there's always somebody on the other end that yeah yeah just wasted wasted time I would say. Uh, Ritumi, the guy that plays Dre oh, on Power. Yeah, I don't like him on Power, man. And when I saw him, I was like, "That's that's Dre, man. Dre, let, let's get rid of Dre." 
Yeah. Dre was a waste of time, and he shares that title mm. with one of my favorite guys, the guy that said, and the Golden Globe goes <laughs> to Sal. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan's character was a, I mean, I get it. I get it. The male figure in the young black boy's life, he he really wasn't misguided. He had a male figure, blah, blah, blah. I got that. But Tracy Morgan's character was so, so evil. Yeah, they wasted him because I, I felt like with, I felt like with that, I wanted to, I wanted, you know how Akeem and Simi went together, that, like they were boys. If you're going right. to bring Lavelle, I need Lavelle to have a guy from the, like one of his guys. Like he needed like a Simi to order to make it work. Yeah. He needed a younger guy. Like he needed a younger guy to be with him like his, like his, to help him like out. Like his best friend from Queens or something like that. I think that exactly. might have made it, you know, a little work. And also a low key MVP of this of this movie. I forgot about it. We talked earlier. Is I think it might be Beijing or Jesper Man. Cause like, cause, cause dude, bro, <laughs> these guys are pushing sixty and not a not yeah. a gray hair, not a not not not, not a, one. Come on, man. Hold on, not just not a gray hair. How who's at sixty can actually grow a box? Yeah, a box fade. Like I saw Arsenio Hall, and I was like, that's that's BS. Nah, no, no, like come nah, on, man. Nah, like you, you nah, gotta nah, throw nah. some kind of gray or something in there. Like, yeah, that's that's come on, guys. Everybody want to be forever young, yeah, man. Like, come on, let, let, let's do better than that. Let's let it go. Let's, <laughs> as a matter of fact, everybody that's listening to all your older gentlemen, come on, bro, stop. stop. It's too late. All right, all right. What, what, we, what, what, what we got coming up next? <laughs> coming up next, I we got to go to our Mount Rushmore as far as sequels are concerned. No, sequels. wait, wait, wait. I forgot. We we got we got to uh, give. What do you rate it? What are you giving in there? Oh, as far as on the gas meter. On the gas meter, what you got? <sighs> I give it half a tank. I, I say it would get me around town to get my errands done, but it would not take me on a uh, on a quick little weekend getaway. This place, this this movie is good for, you know, if you want to add some extra calories to your diet, you can sit and eat some popcorn and enjoy it. But as far as like it taking you somewhere and, and being a great, great movie, it's a sequel. And that's all I got to say. You know, people, it's a sequel. All right. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I give it a half. I give it a half a thing, too. I feel I feel like if if you love the original, then you'll like this movie. If, if right. you did not like the original or you weren't around for the original, you're not going to like this movie. And that's okay. But because, like I said, it's like it's not great. Like, it just it kind of hits some old points. You know, it's not great, but, you know, if, if you just want a good, want to see Eddie Murphy on TV, check it out. Yeah. Oh, also, I have two new crushes as far as uh, ladies in Hollywood now. The two new crushes is the girl that uh, played LeVar's uh, wife. Uh, I can't even pronounce her name, but she is beautiful. And uh, Eddie's oldest daughter. Yeah, uh, the one that plays the oldest daughter, right? Yes, that's, that's, the one that plays the oldest, his, not not his daughter. No, his real that daughter, plays, the middle daughter, the middle child, right. Is his real daughter, right? Which I think, which but I the, think is really like cool that he can bring his kids into this. I mean, that's that's just amazing. And she held, and she held, holds it down too. It's like she has no problem with flowing in it. Now, is she like a father? 
that's, I don't know. That's, we we got to wait. Like, there were some big shoes to fill, but yeah, like the uh, the fight scene at the beginning kind of reminded me of the semi fight scene. Uh, yeah. So yeah, she she was she was okay. She held her own in that. Yeah. So those are my two crushes. Just just to throw that in there. Yeah. But moving on from that, uh, we, as far as your Mount Rushmore, as far as sequels, Mount Rushmore sequels, these are your our, our top four sequels ever. So what what what's on your Mount Rushmore? Give me your four. Okay, my four. Number one, next Friday. Next Friday. Next next Friday is my number one. What's number? Wait 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 num- wait. wait let, let's speak on this for a minute. <laughs> I, I knew you. Why you just can't let me? Why can't you let me just slip my paper in, Mister Brown? Well, next, why can't Why can't I just slip my paper in and move out the door? Well, no, next, you gotta ask me why. Well, yeah, because next Friday, I mean, there's no Chris Tucker. And, there is and, no Chris Tucker and, and Smokey, like, and there will never be a Smokey ever again. But the reason why I say next Friday is they kept the momentum going and the funny was still strong in that one. I'm talking about, it wasn't a 10, but it was a 8.5 or a 9 as far as funny was concerned. So as far as sequels are concerned, I give next Friday that, that Mount Rushmore okay. uh, stance. All right. All right, what's your next one? My my number two, Rocky 3 and 4. No, 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 no. Yeah. You can't, you can't do two. Yeah, pick one, okay. pick one, pick one. That's the rules. It's, it's four. Come on, bro. But it's four. It's not. It's not five. It's four. Yeah, because five was garbage. No, no, no. no I'm not talking. Said, it's four movies. It's four movies. Top. No, I'm. That's what I'm saying. If if we're going franchises, I have to say Rocky three and four. But okay, if you if that's if you want to go there. Rocky three. Rocky three is one of my one of my favorite sequels. Rocky three. One of my. I could watch that. Why Rocky? Why Rocky times. three? A because it's Mr. T. Mm. Clever Lane was like one of the baddest characters I ever seen in my life. He was Clever Lane was dope. And the training scenes what, in Rocky Three were were phenomenal because you got Apollo Creed helping uh Rocky beat this guy. And 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 it's like the training scene in that can't be topped. Now I said four. Since you won't let me have two of those in that that category, I said four because four was a mean one too. But three, if I had to pick, you gotta pick two, one of three, three. All right, three is my is my go to number three as far as my Mount Rushmore gotta be. And I know it's a cult classic. It's it's a it's an acquired taste for some people. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> it's one of my favorite one of my favorite sequels. It was better than Harold and Kumar Goes to White Castle. Really. I love yeah. White Castle. I love the White Castle one. The White Castle one was okay, but this second, bro, the second one was hilarious. From them going to, because it it was so strong as far as coming against stereotypes, like, they went further, like, okay, to see it on face value, and then go behind people's lives, and it's still hilarious. Like, when they went to the uh, Redneck's house and then found out he was sophisticated. Yeah. Like, outside of his house, I mean, it. Harold and Kumar uh, Escape from Guantanamo Bay was a hilarious movie, and it was better than the first one. Okay. My last pick would have to be Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, John Singleton. Uh, John Singleton directed that. Yeah. So, Too Fast, Too Furious, 
and I'm and I, I mean, I'm going. That's my four sequels because I don't like sequels like that. Okay, well, you know, if Too Fast and Furious was in my last pod when we talked about good bad movies. So as I remember yeah. it from that, that's why I put it in there. But yeah, you want to hold it up there? I got you. For my top yeah. four, my my uh, Mount Rushmore of sequels. My number one, or oh, number one is uh, the Dark Knight. I don't like DC. Well, comics. you know what? Then you missing out. I'm not a fan of DC Comics, but that Batman, like I know Keaton is my Batman, but this Batman, yeah, the Heath Ledger and the Joker in this one. It's just so good, so, so yeah. that's why that it's on my Ron Rushmore. It's probably the best. Uh, it's, it's a really good superhero movie. My my second okay. one, my second one, is The Empire Strikes Back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. to me, it's the best Star Wars. Like yeah. Vader, like that's my guy. I rolled with Vader day one. That's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite. Uh, my number my number three. Is Godfather Two probably mm. the best sequel of all time? Why is that? Just because it's just it's just so well done. The performance by uh, Michael Corleone, uh, it's Al Pacino. Al, Al Pacino, like it's just pro- wow. it's probably the best performance ever. And I like I just love gangster movies, and it's, yeah. it's my number two. It's my well, my number three on the Mount Rushmore, and my last one is Toy Story Three. And I know, wow. I know, I know. Okay. Been, yeah, I know, but I love the Toy Story franchise. And uh, this is my favorite because it has the evil bear. And then you find out that he wasn't, <laughs> yeah. you find out that he wasn't born that way, that he was like built. And it, it's just such a metaphor for life. Like, I just love the Toy Story movie. Cool. Well, like I said, thanks for joining us at the drive in, guys. And like I said, we got some surprises for you next week. And uh, we'll be dropping that pretty soon. Yeah, come on through. Okay, later. Later.